What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Cheston Podcast. How's everyone doing? All right, I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Just go ahead and get into it. We're, we're on the week of, we're doing the week of Christmas, so might as well just wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year because we will be taking a hiatus, a little break, December 26th to January 8th, so two weeks. I will be, you know, getting ready for the, you know, the, the first official episode of 2023 which will be on january 10th so that will be the first it's going to continue um every week tuesdays is when the premiere episodes will be coming we're going to keep doing that you know all throughout 2023 so we're just continuing on so the first official episode will be on january 10th so let me just go ahead and get it out the way happy i mean so (laughs) happy merry christmas and happy new year all right, I'm ready for 2023. I hope everybody else is ready for 2023. I feel like this is going to be a great year for a lot of people, you know, speaking it into existence. You know, I want, you know, praying on it, manifesting it. So it's like, I, I just, I know, not even I have a feeling, it's just I know 2023 is going to be a great year for me. So let's just go ahead and get into these topics. I'm ready to get into it. I know you guys are. So we're uh, the topics for the week of December 19th to December 25th. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas in advance. <laughs> All right. So uh, SZA's album, SOS, it debuts at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart. Congratulations, SZA. Um, big. That, that's awesome. You know, I know for her, that's like huge. Um, she moved 318,000 units. Um, 7,500 of that was pure sales, like people who actually purchased the album. The rest of that was streaming. Uh, um, as we as we all know, we're in the age of streaming where um, when they say units, it's not that that's not total album sales. That's like combined everything that um, for that project. So um Set, like I just said, 7,500 of that was pure album sales, people that actually purchased and bought the album. Um, not, not taking that from, you know, SZA, that, you know, having a number one album is it's huge. It's awesome. I know every artist that gets it is, like, happy. You know, it's probably, you feel like you're on the top of the world because it's like, it just shows that, you you know, you're, people are um, listening to your project out of all the other projects that were released recently. So, you know, I, you know, I know she feels good, you know, and, and like I said before, this is her first number one album. So I know she's over the moon. I, I know she's celebrating. I know she already released that she's going on tour she's doing a tour in 2023. And um, from what I saw, I saw somewhere that it sold out. I don't know how accurate that is, but I'm sure I'm sure it did. You know, I'm not I'm not, you know, downplaying her fan base. Obviously, SZA has a fan base because the album went number one, you know. So obviously people are into SZA. So continuing on, um, she scores the biggest streaming week for an R&B album in the U.S. with 404.58 million streams. So meaning over 400 people were streaming that album in the U.S. when that album was released. Okay. Um, Me personally, I have not listened to the album yet. I have not gotten to the time. I think because it's just the rush of the holidays and everything going on in between. I, I really haven't had time to even listen to music between, you know, working and podcasting and getting ready for Christmas and all types of other stuff going on in my life. It, I haven't had the time to actually sit down and listen to the CD like I, you know, did with her first CD. Um, 
her first CD, Control, was like one of my favorite albums that came out at that time. I think that was 2018, uh, four years ago, going on five years ago. Uh, I want to say it was 2018. That's that's what I'm going to say. So 2018. And that was a great album. Um, I am going to get around to listening to it because I do love SZA, but um, I just haven't gotten to it yet. But I, I am going to listen to it, so don't worry. I'm going to get into it. Um, but moving on, all 21 songs from the album charted on the Billboard Hot 100. Two of the songs out of the 21 songs made it into the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100. Um, number 10 is Nobody Gets Me, and number three is Kill Bill. But um, once again, congratulations, SZA. You're doing it, girl. I'm so proud of you. I know that she's been, you know, perfecting her craft and working on, you know, her songwriting, everything. Like, she's been perfecting everything, and it's like it, everything she's been manifesting and working so hard for, it's coming into fruition for her, and it's paying off. So congrats to you. Congrats on the number one album. You go, SZA. All right, moving on. Perez Hilton is banned from TikTok after sharing a video claiming he was told something quote-unquote bad is going on with Britney Spears that he feels uncomfortable to share. All right, so I saw this little video. Um, I guess I saw the video that where he's talking about he's hearing from, you know, Britney doesn't have a, a really any real guidance, you know, surrounding her, any real support. Um, he's claiming that He's claiming that she is getting char overcharged by her lawyer, Matthew Rosengard. It's basically saying that he's taking advantage of the situation. He's taking advantage of her. Okay, what I want people to understand is that the Britney Spears, the, the lucky Britney Spears, the baby one more time Britney Spears, the slave for you Britney Spears, any of them old Britney Spears as you guys are thinking of, because I know, I know that, you know, Britney Spears, th that's the Britney Spears you guys are thinking of. Even me, when you think of Britney Spears, you're thinking of Britney Spears in, in, in the, you know, the prime of when she was hot, when she was like 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old, ruling the world. Okay. What I need people to understand is that's not who Britney Spears is anymore. Okay. Um, I've been seeing a lot of fans. You guys still think that she's being controlled. You guys don't think she's really free. You guys are, are just bugging her. It's because you guys want to see her. Let's let's just cut the bullshit. It's because you guys want to see her. You guys want to see her paraded around. You guys want to see her dressed up and glammed up. You guys want to see her perform. It's not happening. You guys, you're, nobody's taken into consideration in that this woman lost 13 years of her life. Like, that she's never getting back. As a Sag, you guys, you guys don't even know, as a Sagittarius, how, how we feel about time. And especially time that was wasted. Like, you, you, I know for a fact, like, when she says that she wakes up in the morning and she cries, I believe her. Because that's 13 years of her life that she's not going to be able to get back. You know what I'm saying? She went into this conservatorship at freaking 27. Did not get released from it until she was about to turn 40. 39. Like, that is crazy to me. And I, I just, you know, it's like everybody was with the, the you know, the, the Free Britney movement. And it was like, let's get Britney out of the, you know, everybody came together for that because, you know, I think we all believe, I, I want to believe everybody believed Britney Spears in her situation. But what's, what I'm finding disappointing is that you guys want her, now that she's free from her conservatorship, it's like you guys want her to 
you know, make music. You guys want to see her again. You guys want her to be all glammed up and dressed up. First of all, you guys got to understand another thing you guys, I won't even say first of all, because I already did my first, my first, first of all. Another thing you guys got to understand is that she don't trust people. If your own family turned on you, you know, your own mom and dad, brother and sisters, like your, your whole, you know, immediate support. Because for me, that's my support unit. Like the, the, the immediate family is who I turn to, you know, I'm just speaking for me. So I, I can imagine, you know, for Britney Spears, for that, you know, that first, you know, that first, that her immediate family, her brother, sister, mom and dad, like for that to be the unit that's supposed to build you up and support you and help you and supposed to be the people you run to when you, you know, you're going through things, but they exploited all that. And they they basically <laughs> they did not care. They they saw Britney Spears making all these millions, and basically wanted to take control of her so they can spend her millions. Let's let's talk about it. Let's be front real. Let's be real with it. They were mad that the cash cow wasn't spending the cash how they wanted it how they wanted it to be spent. So what they did was took control of her so they can get control of all that, but not realizing that they ruined this woman's life. You know, this this icon, this this legendary pop star, they like ruined her and not saying that she can't, you know, get back to who she was. I'm sure it's going to take years. It's going to take time to, you know, to undo 13 years of no freedom, no control, you know, constant monitor, monitoring, monitoring, constant, um, you know, being placed into mental health facilities against her will so it's like i just feel like you know you guys gotta give britney spears time you guys gotta let her live her freaking life you guys don't have to know everything that's going on you all we need to know i mean and people criticize her because they don't like that she's posting you know all the dang time you know practically nude i get that but you guys have to remember when you think of Britney Spears, what you have to think about now and keep in the the first part before you even like want to give your opinion on her is that this girl was in a situation, stuck in a situation for 13 years that she had no control over. She lost 13 years of her life. That's why she's not up to date on the fashions. That's why she's not up to date on, you know, makeup and hair extensions. Like you guys are like beating a dead horse basically like you guys have to understand that this girl does not trust people only person she trusts probably only two people she trusts is her husband and matthew rosengart who by the way i disagree i think he's like he's heaven sent first of all that's madonna's um former attorney i don't know if he still does anything attorney you know attorney work for her but he was referred to britney through madonna so I know that this man, obviously, if you know, if Madonna used him, and Madonna's a boss bitch, like she's she's on top of her business, okay, and that's that's on everything. You you never hear anything about Madonna having money issues or Madonna not paying her 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 stuff. You know what I'm saying? She crosses her T's and dots her eyes. So, uh, you, you know, for Madonna to refer this man to help Britney get out of her situation, that like that's all I need to know. That's that's all. Like that, that right there was the thumbs up for Madonna to okay it and pass him, you know, over to Britney Spears and be like, you know, let him help her like he helped me. I'm not worried about Matthew Rosengart. If anything, I want to tell that man, thank you. Thank you for saving Britney. Thank you for helping her. 
Um, th- thank you. I mean, I'm sure he he's not cheap. You know, I'm sure to 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 have him. You know, to retain him, it's gonna cost some money. But I, I you know, for Britney Spears, I know that the freedom that she has now is is priceless, and I know that she's she's over the moon. And as far as Perez Hilton, this is not Paris Hilton. This is Perez Hilton, the the Cuban guy from Miami that became like the worst thing. <laughs> He he made pop culture, you know, paparazzi tabloid, you know, um, he made it like so wrong and dirty. Like he made it worse than what it already was. Um, I just feel like he just should just leave Britney Spears alone. He he wasn't helping then. He's not helping now. He's he's never been a help. So I you know, um, I just feel like he should just leave her alone. Just not even you know. If you really are worried about her, then. Pray for her, you know, hope the best for her. But in my opinion, Britney Spears is not hurting nobody. She's not doing anything wrong. She's posting pictures that she wants to post because she's not no longer under anybody's control. If you guys don't get that, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you don't like the pictures, you don't have to follow her page. You can block her. You know that's an option, right? You can mute her. You know that's an option, right? I'm just saying, like, you don't have to engage with her i mean if you don't like what she's posting you don't have to follow her you don't have to even look at it you can just be like oh i, I don't want to see that i don't i don't get what's the big point it's because and what i mean and what you what people are not admitting is that they want the old britney they want you know 2002 britney spears they want 2001 2000 britney spears you know again and it's like that's not gonna happen that's not who she is that's not who this britney spears is um I do believe in the future. I I think we need to give her some years. And when I say years, I don't know. Years, that's all I'm going to say. I don't know how many, but we need to give this woman years to just live and, you know, um, try to, you know, try to get her to, to... Britney Spears will never feel normal. (laughs) Okay. And I, but I, she knows that she's aware of that she knows that her life is not normal she knows that her life you know she's been a child star she knows that you know her situation is not normal so she's aware but I'm just saying that we just got to give her time just got to give her time to get back into her independence get back into you know loving herself being in her skin making her own decisions um we just got to give her time you know 13 years of losing your life is a long time so we got to get, you know, give her a chance to really um, be free and not monitor her and pick her apart. And and like I've been seeing these AI, these avatars, these AI images that you guys uh, people are creating of her. And I'm like, that's really not helping either, because those images could scare her because it's going to make her think like, well, this is what people want me to look like. This This is what people they don't like the way I look. This is what they want. Like, I don't know. It could, it, it's not helping. That's that's all I'm saying. It's not helping anybody. Just leave Brittany alone. Let her live. I get it. We have the, you know, America has this weird obsession with her and I get it, but leave her alone. Let that girl, you know, get back to her, her life or, or try to make the best of you know, try to get you know make lemonade out of the lemons she was dealt with. You know she, she was given for thirteen years. Let that girl live with her husband, and and try to figure out the rest in in private on her own with Matthew Rosengart. 
Because I feel like if we did not have him, she wouldn't have been free. So I don't, you can't, no one can talk bad about that man. He was the only attorney that was, you know, was bold enough to take on the case. There was a lot of inside cricket, you know, crookedness. You know, people were just making money off of Britney Spears for 13 years. A lot of attorneys were passing her file around just making money off of her. You know what I'm saying? So we finally had one that stepped up and was like, we're going to get your voice heard. I'm going to get you out of this situation. I believe in you. That's what she needed. So, I mean, just just leave her alone. That's just all. That, that's my only advice. If you don't like what she's posting, unfollow her, block her. But she doesn't need, and I'm glad she turned off her comments. Go, Brittany. You know, that's all that matters, girl. Do do you, you know. Do what's best for you. Moving on. The Rock unfollows Black Adam and Warner Brothers Instagram accounts. Yes, he thought nobody was going to notice this, but we did. I, I, don't, I didn't even notice this. I just, I saw this and I was like, well, why are you guys paying attention to this? But, I mean, if you think about it, it comes off of, you know, this it comes after Henry Cavill. Uh, you know, basically getting axed for the role of Superman, you know, what we all knew him for, which made no sense because if anybody saw the Black Adam movie, uh, at the end of the movie, you know how Marvel does, they like tried to, you know, um, have like a continuation of the story. So basically, a spoiler alert, if nobody's seen Black Adam, uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, he pops up in the Superman suit at the end of the movie. So we're like, it, it it like build it leaves you like a build up it, it leaves you like wanting more like oh my god so is it going to be black adam versus superman well now that we got two new heads over dc studios um can't think of their, I, the the last name is gun and saffron i can't think of their first names right now but um gun and saffron they're oh, they're, they're they're the new studio heads at dc studios and they basically have a whole new lineup that they're going to release at the beginning of the year, 2023, of all the projects, upcoming projects that are in line for DC Studios to release. But they already made it known that Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman no longer. They're actually looking for somebody younger because they're going to be telling, um, you know, one of the things that one of the co-studio uh, heads, Gunn, is working on is a script. Um, I mentioned this in like the I think the last episode. He's working on a script um, about Superman, so I'm I'm guessing that's probably the next project that's about to come out. And it's Superman in his younger days, so obviously Henry Cavill can't play that because you know he's like in his late 30s, going on 40s. So they're they're going for a fresher, newer, like a revamp, you know, like a a refresh, I guess. And um, so The Rock. You know, continuing on The Rock, he released a statement on Instagram saying that Black Adam uh, will not be in the first chapter of storytelling for the new DC Universe movies. Okay, he goes on to say that there will be continued exploration of the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. So he's hopeful, obviously, that they're going to use Black Adam in something. I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> if they're axing Aquaman, they just axed Wonder Woman 3. They just set Ben Affleck down and asked, you know, asked him about directing rather than playing Batman. So it sounds like they're going in a whole new different direction with younger actors, probably new faces, fresh faces. Yeah, that's fair. You know, they they always revamp it. They always have a new Batman, a new Superman, you know, um so no shocker there. Um 
But I really, I, I feel bad for The Rock because I knew that he really was excited for Black Adam. I know that he was like, you know, championing it, champ, you know, really wanting people to, you know, see it. And he, he even was excited about, you know, the, you know, if the success of that Black Adam was so good that they could possibly do like a sequel bringing in Superman versus Black Adam, which would have been dope. I see the whole concept and everything. You know, they're both like, you know extraterrestrial beings fighting each other like it's pretty it's a dope concept so I, I i could see it but due to black adam not being um the big success that it should have been it didn't live up to the expectations um the cost of it was like well over over 500 million dollars it didn't even crack that in the worldwide sales yet i think it's at like 400 right now i don't know 400 million but um, obviously they felt like they did not get what they, um, put into it in return. So, um, they're axing the Black Adam, uh, sequel in the meantime. So, yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the Rock obviously got the memo. He sat down with the new, uh, DC studio heads and, you know, they basically let him know, like, everything else, it's gonna be a shakeup, new people, new characters, um, new stories, so... Uh, we won't be continuing on with Black Adam, which kind of sucks, but, uh, you know, it's The Rock. The Rock is doing his thing. He'll find something else. And, then, and I mean, do I think they will bring back Black Adam? If if The Rock, you know, stays good on good terms with them, you never know. They might have him come back and, you know, do a pop-up or something. So, you know, we'll be keeping out a lookout for that. Well, you know, I'm going to keep a lookout for that. I'm going to continue to, to see, you know, if there is a future for Black Adam, but... I am excited to see what this new lineup of the DC multiverse chapters are going to be at the beginning of the year, which is, they said it's going to be in January. So I'm excited to see that. All right, moving on. Tory Lanez has been found guilty on all three charges. Yes, it's over. We can finally, you know, you know, it's, it's okay. For me, it's sad. Because this young man, he's facing up to 23 years and um, will be sentenced on January 7th. I'm sorry, January 27th of 2023. So he's facing up to 23 years on these three charges. And honestly, I followed the whole the whole trial. I, filed, I followed everything. I, I literally was so tuned into this trial because I really wanted to know the truth. Do I feel like... Me personally, from what I read and I, you know, what was you know presented on the stand and what was said in all testimonies, I, I, I honestly, um, I feel like there was too much reasonable doubt. Absolutely, there was a lot of reasonable doubt. Um, I feel like there wasn't, there really wasn't any hard core evidence that pointed Tory um, to pointing, you know, to to you know shooting firing that gun i like um it was a lot of testimony and statements that you know said that you know he shot the gun he fired the gun but as far as like the hardcore evidence nothing really pointed at toy lanes you know th this is what I'm, I'm from what i saw from what i read 
and what I, you know, what was being put it out there. And it wasn't just bloggers. I was going to credited sources. I was following, you know, people from Rolling Stone, people from, you know, people that were actually at the trial that were covering it from bloggers to actual reporters. So, you know, and like I said before, everything they presented was just, I, I just feel like there was no hardcore evidence that pointed um, Tory Lanez um, to be found guilty. In my honest opinion, now I'm not. I'm not trying to, and it's not about being biased or, you know, not liking, you know, Megan Thee Stallion. It has nothing to do with that. I don't have no issue with Megan Thee Stallion. I'm just going off of what was presented, you know, what was said on the stand, how everything went down. Like I just wanted to see the, the evidence. I wanted to hear the evidence. I wanted to, to know, you know, like for sure, for sure, is this what happened? But. I, I didn't get that. There was a lot of reasonable doubt, like I said. Um, but it, it's so he's facing up to 23 years. So it's I, I want to see what they're going to give him, you know, um, in January. But before he was um, sentenced, he, he was found guilty before they gave, you know, um, completely once they, you know, once they announced what was determined. Before that happened, um, during the week, Megan Thee Stallion's uh, former stylist, E.J. King, he testified. I feel like he was the only good witness on the stand, the only one that um, told his uh, story, you know, told what he had to say. And it didn't feel like it was like um, any lies or it was made up or he wasn't making any sense. He wasn't like saying one thing and then saying the next, you know, the opposite in the next few minutes. Like there was so much of that. There was so many people that got on the stand that was like saying one thing. And then the next minute they would say another thing. Like the one, for example, the one dude that was actually, um, living, he lived at where the scene was, where, uh, they got, you know, arrested by the cops where the cops showed up. And it was, you know, Tori, Kelsey, and Megan outside the truck. And the dude, I guess he lived, like, right across the street from the scene where that happened. And his testimony was just the craziest to me. But that's what they had to go off of for them to find him guilty, you know, Tori Lane's guilty. But in the beginning of the testimony, the guy basically said he saw Kelsey with the gun and firing the gun. Then, you know... And later he switched it and he says he saw Tori with the gun and firing it four to five, you know, five times and waving his arms and screaming. It was just a lot. It was just a lot of one thing said, then it's the opposite. It's like, okay, so which one is, is true? Which one is real? There was a lot of that. So it was just, it was confusing following this trial. Okay. I still feel like, in my opinion, for me, I still feel like I don't know what happened that night. I still, I now, EJ, the former stylist, I, I, now I know what happened at Kylie's house, baby. That, okay, this is why, okay. And then on top of that, you know, in the, before he, you know, was, he was found guilty, um, NBC News released an article basically bashing bloggers, podcasters, and social media accounts that were fo- you know, following this trial and basically were in the courtroom taking their own notes. And so the article basically was saying that um, these people, the bloggers, podcasters, and social media accounts are misleading people. I did not get that. 
you know, the bloggers were doing just as well as the credited journalists. I was getting the same information from the bloggers and the, you know, the journalists. Now, the tones were different, of course. I think everybody that was caught up in this this trial that was caught up, I think everybody, um, you you know, they they either they, they you know they either they blatantly let you know what side they're you know on or you know if they're you know team Megan or if they're team Tory you know it, they they automatically let you know or they don't you know be upfront with it but you can just tell by the tone of how they're writing the stuff that you could tell who who they're in favor for so i saw a lot of that too um i preferred the people that were upfront that let you know that you know this is what this is how i feel but i'm going to go ahead and accurately you know report everything i'm seeing and the person i give props to for that is malagro grams on twitter malagro she was like a lot of people want to you know talk bad about her but i feel like she was very thorough she was very good at reporting she was very good at you know she was there she was in the courtroom she was saying the same things like i said the credited journalists were saying so nobody was misleading nobody nobody basically that nbc news article was like a it was like a bash a smear against bloggers podcasters including myself talking about this and social media accounts and basically the article it was defending megan the stallion it was very biased i did not like that article and and even in the article um one of megan the stallion's lawyers he said that uh megan is exploring all legal options against bloggers spreading in, a misinformation about her in the trial, which is crazy to me. Everybody was <laughs> reporting accurate stuff. I really didn't get like opinion pieces. It was like, this is what happened. This is what was reported. This is how it was in you know, the courtroom. It was no different from the credited journalist for Rolling Stone or Page Six. You know, I'm just saying it was just it. It's hilarious. Like. You can kind of tell, first of all, for me, you can kind of tell this trial is bigger than what it is. Like, I'm, you take that how you, that's all I'm going to say. I don't, I don't really want to get into it because we can, I'll be here all day if we like with conspiracy theories, but I, I've really got the sense and the feeling that there are a lot of uh, major players, major people outside of the actual trial that are pulling strings or doing things behind the scenes. I definitely got that. I definitely had that feeling. Um, I, you know, if he did, in fact, I feel like there, you know, there wasn't enough proof to prove that, but you know, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Megan's happy and she feels like she got her justice you know, if in fact he did shoot her, because I still feel like we did not, I, I still feel like I don't know what happened that night, honestly, after, you know, the trend, read, if you want, if you don't believe me, read the transcripts, transcripts, go through them, and, but I tell you, the, the, like, my favorite testimony was EJ King, he told a lot of, of good stuff, and you know what, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna save that, because I want to have a guest on here to, to discuss, like, to break that down, and and how they're feeling about it and everything like that. So I'm, I'm not going to discuss that by myself right now. So when we come back from the hiatus, my two-week hiatus that I'm taking from the 26th to the 8th, 
Okay, I don't know. <laughs> From January 8th, I don't know how, if you guys can't tell the excitement in my voice. I love taking breaks and hiatuses. But not for too long, though. I like to, you know, get back into business. Just take a little a little breather. But um, I'm going to go ahead, because we're going to break that down. I, I want to break down everything. I'm actually going to, you know, pull up everything that was said in the trial. I'm, I'm not going to make it a whole episode. I don't feel like that. it's, like, worth that, that much, you know, attention. But definitely going to bring it up. When we come back from our break and just get, so it won't be just one opinion on here, you know, so I can have somebody else to, you know, go back and forth with, you know, pick somebody else's brain on how they see the situation. And because I definitely, I see it how it is, baby. It's for me, it's black and white. I honestly, I feel like there was not enough. There was not enough evidence in this, this trial. There was not enough hardcore evidence that pointed at Mr. Lane's, like, and I'm, I'm just being real, I'm just being fair, like, it's not about, oh, you know, it's not about disliking anybody or wanting to take anybody's side, it's just, what is the proof, what, what is the hardcore evidence that shows that Mr. Lane's did what he did, he fired the, like, showing that he fired the gun, I did not get that, I'm just being honest with you, but anyways, we'll talk more about that once I come back from my hi- my hiatus, my break, winter break for Christmas and, and New Year's. But we'll, 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 I'll go back into that and I'll have a guest on and we can go back into, you know, breaking it down and what was, you know, what was said on the stand, you know, and who was a good witness, you know, the witnesses and all that, you know, testimonies and all that. We'll go through the transcripts. So I'll, I'll continue to talk on this. Um, on the first episode in the new year, okay? Just to be fair. And it'll be right before he gets sentenced. So, it, you know, people are still going to be buzzing about it. But um, that was all the topics for this week. Make sure you subscribe, share, and like on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Make sure to follow the Cheston Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Now, we're taking a hiatus. I'm going to say it again. So don't be expecting no episodes between December 26th and January 8th. We'll be taking those two weeks off. I'll be taking those two weeks off. All right. We'll be back. I will be back. Brand new episode on a Tuesday, January 10th, 2023 will be the first episode of the new year of 2023. So I'm excited. I know, you know, I hope to see you guys there. Well, let's see you guys there. I hope you guys, you know, listen um have a merry christmas have a safe happy new year i hope everybody has a great 2023 i hope everybody's ready for 2023 i'm ready for 2023 um yeah so like i said before take care of yourself take care of each other all right you guys all right so i will see i will be uploading a new episode january 10th 2023 okay all right thank you peace